and welcome back to the Drunken Spear Tabletop Gaming. This week, uh, we're going to be doing a quick little session here with Dovahkeen since he missed last week. Yeah. Try to uh, fill in some of the gaps of what he was getting into. So uh, with that, let's go ahead and jump right in. Dovahkeen? Yeah. When we had last left off, it was night. Uh, you had just crossed over the mountain into Red Hollow Village with your companions. Correct. You had went to the Miner's Guild after speaking with some of the guards. They took you to the medics, got you looked over, healed you up, and then they took... You were on your way to the... Um, the alibi where the guard had informed all of you that you were getting provided free rooms for the duration of your stay and you would have a tab opened for, to cover all your food and your drink. Correct. Uh, you were given, uh, you weren't there for it, but everybody was given a room key. They were given an explanation that the, uh, make sure you always pay your tab at the brothel upstairs um, there was gambling in the corners. The alibi pretty much had no uh, rules outside of the regular village rules. You guys had gone to sleep for the night. And when you woke up in the following morning, you had woken up before everybody else and went down to go get breakfast. All right. And you were sitting there eating breakfast when two humans walk up to sit down with you. All right. Uh, hello, sir. Oh, little one. I, uh, uh, we couldn't help but notice your, uh, Screaming Pigeons medallion. Yes. Um, are, are you a member? I am. Are, are you able to freely take jobs, or uh, do they have to come as requests through your guild? I can take jobs freely. Would Would you be willing to help us find our missing friend? What does your friend look like? Uh, she is a tabaxi. She has a silver coat. She is a trapper, and she had went missing. Uh, a, well, she was supposed to report in last week, and she never did. All right. And, and we're concerned. You said your friend was a trapper. Where was she last headed, or was her last location? Uh, she was headed south into the mountains. And um, so Red Hollow is... Hang on. Uh, yeah, right there. So she would be somewhere in the southern part of those mountain ranges. All right, I'll go look for your friend. Uh, thank you. We will, uh, I, I will see you are sufficiently compensated for assisting us. We are uh, patrons of the guild, of the Miners Guild here, and uh, we are very desperately missing our friend. I'll make sure she at least returned. I don't know what happened. Hopefully she's still alive. Thank you. She, uh... She did have a sending stone. It was how we communicated with her. And she hasn't been answering it. 
And last we knew, she was somewhere around the Lake of Stones, which is about 40 miles south. It's it's not listed on the map. It's just like an area within the mountains. Okay, so it's kind of small on the map to appear. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's about 40 miles south. Alrighty then. Well, after I uh, get finished, I will head out immediately to go find this ring. Okay. Um, the guards come to the alibi to collect you with all of your companions. They take you to meet with um, Mayor Brock, and uh, that's when Mayor Brock you explain uh, the attack that had happened. Is there anything that you would like to add to the uh, attack or that had seen your airship destroyed? Or um, the mountain pass, your journey to the mountain. No, and the last time I wasn't here, did they pretty much explain? Yeah, they pretty much explained it all. I'm just, if there's anything that you would like to throw in there. They had talked about it being the uh, the Aarakocra bird people and that they had the sigil of the empire on them. And some stuff like that. No, I don't have anything else to add. Okay. Um, so, B- Mayor Brock had offered the rest of them a job. Uh, everyone but Kai and yourself had taken the job. And Kai was kind of in the village doing some stuff. So, uh, after this meeting, we'll be picking up right there. You're right outside of the mayor's office. You just watched everybody else kind of walk off to go do their job. You are uh, free to do what you wish. Well, I'm going to go find the those minor guilds' friend. Okay. Uh, anything you'd like to do before in the village before you take off, stop and... Does this you village got, have like a an armory or a blacksmith? Yeah, they would. Okay. I'm going to see if I can get a weapon. Okay. So say I didn't know if you'd want to get any try to get any weapon. I didn't know if you'd lost any of your weapons. I couldn't remember. Now I'm gonna see if they have like a I wanna try to get a great crossbow. Like or, or a cr- heavy crossbow. A heavy crossbow? You would be able to purchase a heavy crossbow. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Uh so you go into the shop and it is run by a halfling named Brandy. Good evening. Do you have a heavy crossbow in stock? Uh, uh, my, yes, sir. Yes, I do. Uh, that will be three gold pieces. All right, I'm going to pay the three gold pieces. Uh, do you have any bolts to go with it? Uh, it? I will give you 20 with the bow, and then I will sell you another batch of 20 for a gold piece. So that'd be what? Four gold pieces? Oh, yep. I'll give her the four gold pieces. She's going to go into the back, and you can see kind of like through the curtain, she grabs a uh, the crossbow down, which seems comically big compared to her little halfling size, and then she grabs two quivers full of arrows and brings them back. Here you go. Thank you. You're welcome. I give her the four gold Since uh, I am done getting the heavy crossbow, I am going to head out to go find that missing tabaxi. Okay. Um, so as you're heading south, 
Give me a survival check. It'll take you about a day and a half to get there. Twelve. Uh, you're successful in finding the uh, Lake of Stones and as you come up onto the Lake of Stones you can see that it's like a huge crater shaped lake at the bottom of the mountains and several streams feed into it but just laying all over the place are huge stones that look like they've been just like Thrones. Some of them have like craters where they've impacted. Some of them look like they've impacted the sides of the mountain and then rolled down. All right. <clears throat> Some of them have been split where like trees have grown up through them. I want to try to investigate where maybe her last footprints or presence were for the t- missing Tabaxi. Okay, give me an investigation check. Thirteen. Thirteen. You are able to find Silvertooth's camp. Uh, it is right off the edge of the lake. And it is in complete and utter disarray. Like somebody had, she had uh, a couple of containers, like chests sitting there. She had hangers where like would be. The pelts were hanging. It looks like some of the pelts have been taken. Some of them have been ripped apart. The hangers have been broke. Her tents ripped apart. Is there any blood or no? Uh, there is a, a little bit of blood, but not a whole lot. Does it look like it trails somewhere, or is it just that little puddle or a little um, droplet? Looking around, you can see it looks like the two chests that she had had been broken open, and there is... Two tracks of, like, a cart, like, a picture, like, a hand-drawn cart, like a rickshaw or something. Yeah. And it's, like, it, it's led very deep tracks as they pulled it off. It is obvious. It's pulling something fairly heavy. Okay. Well, I'm going to go follow those tracks, see where they lead. That's probably my best option. Okay. Um, give me a second survival check to... uh track through the uh, the trail of this cart. 21, not Nat. 21? Yeah. Uh, fairly easy to track. You can see it looks like they went through the forest instead of going on the road, at least for so far. And you can see where they just, like, they broke shit and they threw things. They threw, rolled trees out of the way so that they wouldn't, they could pull the cart down the path. Right. Uh, and you follow it for about 12 hours All right. before it leads to another road. Uh, give me an investigation check. 12. 12. You are able to follow the tracks, and despite all the other numerous... Traffic? Yeah. there's. I mean, there's not a lot. There's some horse-drawn carriages, but you can kind of see... You catch on your one track, and you follow that track, and you follow it down the road for probably 10 miles before it seems to veer off to uh, the left side. I'm going to continue following the track and hopefully find Silvertooth. Okay. Uh, It is getting dark, and you can... uh, Give me a perception check. 
10. Um, you can smell a cooking fire from off in the distance. All right, I'm going to head towards the smell. Okay. Um, are you stealthing, or are you just walking through the woods? I'll try to stealth. Okay, give me a stealth check. 19. 19? I got a plus 5 to my stealth, even though I have disadvantage. Nice. Okay. Uh, 19. You are able to make your way through the woods, moving between the trees, and you get within 30 feet of a campfire, and you can see uh, about three people sitting around the campfire. Do I see Silvertooth anywhere? Um, give me a perception check. Uh, yeah, give me a perception check. 17. Uh, you don't, you don't see her, but you can hear like some soft whimpering and it seems, and you do see like a cart that seems to be loaded down with some furs and some other stuff laying in it. Okay. The, uh, so I'm going to say you're 30 feet from the campfire. The campfire would be like off to the left and then probably 25 feet from the campfire, from where they're sitting on the right side, about 40 feet away from you would be the uh, cart. Okay. So the three people at the fire are closest to me then? Yeah. They're within 30 feet. The cart would be diagonally would be about 40 feet, and it's about 25 feet away from them. Okay. Try to get closer to them. You're going to try to get closer to them. Okay, give me another stealth check. God. 23. <laughs> Damn. And that's a disadvantage, still. Yeah, I rolled an 18 and got, like I said, I got a plus 5. Damn. <coughs> I, I said, I my my stats is, got 19 for strength, 17 for dexterity, 16 for constitution. But those those aren't bad. Those are really good. Yeah. Okay, um, so as you're as you're sneaking up, you can overhear a part of the bandits' conversation. Well, fuck, I didn't even know what they were. <laughs> okay. Oi, she'll make a nice rug for the boss if he doesn't decide to sell her. Doing her a favor anyway. Once Kilborn gets up here, him and his clan, they'll slaughter the whole fucking village. Boy, the whole village. I highly doubt that. After all, we gotta keep some of the whores and some of the slaves to man the mines. But we'll be bloody fucking rich. Hey, since I heard him talking about this, how far am I away from him? Like 15 feet? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna get my heavy crossbow out. And aim for one of the bandits. Okay. 21 to hit, not Nat. That's going to hit. So give me your damage. And then we'll roll initiative. Eight. Eight. So that'll be bandit one.
Okay, since I'm not like an assassin gets me a bonus for that. I'll just keep that as it is. Okay, with that the uh the bandit is sitting they're sitting around the campfire, they're having this conversation and uh you see your they hear him say, well, we'll be rich. And you, the third bandit stands up and he says, right. Well, you two fuck girls talk about robbing. Wham! And he just like, the arrow hits him in the head and he just falls over and drops dead. All right. And the other two bandits are going to look around and uh, jump up in surprise. And they are going to try and scramble behind the trees around them for cover. All right. Give me initiative. Okay, uh, what'd you get, Billy? Got 15. 15. Okay, so Bandit 2 is going to go first. Dovahkiin. And Bandit 3. Is that Bandit 1? Uh, that'll be Bandit 3. Bandit 1, you just killed. This job a little bit easier. Yeah, I need to get close. Okay, uh, so Bandit 2 is going to scramble behind some cover and unsure where you were at, he's going to take an attack with his light crossbow at disadvantage. Uh, 15 to hit. That misses. Okay. Now, will I know where they're at since... Uh, yeah, you, you saw them. And they kind of, like, split, like, the fire's, like, right here. And then, say, one went ten feet this way behind a tree, and the other one went, like, five feet behind a tree over here. Now, the one that shot me with his little light bow, do I see him? Yes, he would be the one that's about ten feet away on the left side. All right, I'm going to take a crossbow and try to hit him again. Okay. Uh, or hit him. Not he's going to have some cover, so he'll add plus two to his AC. All right. So it'll be a 14 to try and hit him. I just rolled a 14. <laughs> okay. Give me your damage. 12. 12? Yes, yeah, you said that. It rolled on a 9 and then plus 5 for the hit. So that's DC. You gave a 14. <laughs> he kind of had leaned out to take his shot with the bow. And when he had taken his shot, you... Saw just a little bit of him peeking out, and you kind of catch him right in his eyeball. Ooh. He dropped dead, don't he? He's going to drop over dead. Uh, Seeing this, the third bandit is going to use his action to dash, and he is going to try and dash down the mountainside. He is going to dash 60 feet away from you. 60 feet. I just want to bring it back to your turn. So, can I still try to hit him with my crossbow? Like, is yeah, so one? he would be 75 feet away from you. All right, well, this has a 100-foot range. Okay. Well, it can go up to 400, but I want him with a cross, heavy crossbow again. Four. Shit. I know it misses because it got a roll of six. A six. Uh, 
Yes, that is going to miss. He is going to use his action again to dash. And he's going to run another 60 feet away from you. So he's now... 120. Be 130. Because he was about 70 feet away the first time. And then now he's about... Uh, Now, I can still try to hit him because he's still he's not 100 feet away, but he's 400. Yeah, so anything over 100 feet, you just have to shoot with disadvantage right. is what that works out as. Which I'd roll twice or? Yep, you'll roll twice and then take the lowest. 17 to hit. 17, that's going to hit. First, give me, give first, me your damage. First roll was a 17, second roll was with a 24. Jesus. Uh, 13 to hit. I mean, 13 damage. 13 damage? Yeah. Your arrow is going to pierce into his back, and he's going to just kind of... He's going to keep running, just the momentum carrying him forward, and he's going to fall over. All right. And he's dead. All right. So after that last bandit was dealt with, I go up to the cart where I heard the whimpering and try to see if Silvertooth... Is either wounded or alive, or what, uh, what so y- you walk over and uh, she's been beaten up pretty badly. She's laying on the ground next to the cart, and she has her hands and her feet are bound, and she has a gag in her mouth. Okay, well, I'm gonna remove the gag out of her mouth and cut the. She, she is going to try and bite your fingers as uh, you're removing the gag. Calm down. I'm not here to hurt you. I was hired. That is a uh, 13 to try and bite your fingers. Oh, would that go on my AC? Uh, Give me a dexterity roll. Dexterity. See how fast you can pull your hand out of the way. 22. 22? (laughs) Uh, Her jaws just clamp shut into open air. And she kind of gives a very feline growl from her throat. I tell her, hold on, I'm ju- I was just here to help you. I was hired by your friends at the Miners Guild to help find you because you've been missing. Who who hired you? Uh, would I know their names? Yeah, it would have been uh, Gale and Brunswick. Brunswick and Gale? Hey, they hired you to come find me. Yeah, they seen that I had a screaming pigeon medallion and asked so I was able to take a job. Well... I thank you, and she kind of holds her hands up for you to uh, cut her bindings free. So I proceed to cut her bindings off her hands and feet. Okay, she's going to get up, and you can see she's pretty bloodied. Uh, she's been pretty beat up. Okay, um, do I, have a, I think I still have a potion in my inventory to give to her. I'm going to give her a potion of healing. Okay. Is that a uh, common? Potion, or is that one a greater? A greater. Okay. Um, you want to roll one of those and see how much she's going to heal? Eleven. Eleven. Uh, she takes the potion from you. Uh, very quickly drinks it all, and you can kind of see some of the wounds start to, like, close up a little bit. 
Looks like she's healing up. Uh, uh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Do you need help return your cart to the village? If you would ever be so helpful, yes, please. All right. Well, why don't you sit in the cart with your furs and I'll pull the cart to are, town. Are you sure? I can walk. I, you, you don't have to carry. That's fine. Okay. So she's going to climb up into the cart and kind of get comfortable. Right, and I proceed to go grab the cart and start heading towards the village. Okay. Um, you make your way back, and at this point, I'd say it's probably getting to be about 3 o'clock in the morning. All right. Now, do we get to the gate and the guards ask what's going on? Uh, So you're... You're about two days away from the village okay. at this point. All right, never mind then. I'll just continue journeying down the road to the village then. Okay. So you're going to just keep traveling through the night? Yeah. Okay. Give me a perception check with disadvantage. Oh, because I'm probably tired? Yeah. Well, that and because it's dark out, so you can't really... It's harder to see. You don't have dark vision. 18. Uh, you kind of lose the sense of what direction that you were headed. And you end up... I'm going to say, because it's, it's, it's a road, you kind of like, the road wide off at one point, and you kind of took the one Y. Okay. You didn't, there was like a signpost back there, but... In the dark, you just couldn't see it. All right. Well, after I'm lost and got lost, I will decide to make camp for a little bit to okay. rest. So you get a long rest in. And while you're camping, Silvertooth looks over. You don't happen to have any food with you, do you? I have some rations. Could you be so kind to spare me one? Sure. Get my rations out and give it to Silver Fang to eat. Thank you. And she is going to uh, begin to eat the rations and then she's going to promptly fall asleep by the fire. As the night passes, you get your long rest in. You wake up in the morning, and you kind of realize. So when the road wide off, I'd say you only went like a couple hundred feet before you decided to stop. Okay. So you can actually, from the point where you're at in the road, you can kind of see down the hill to where the road wide off, and you like, you're like, oh, I knew I missed that turn back there. All right. Well, after get a rest in, going back camp up and back down to the trail and go the right way. Okay. Uh, give me a nature check as you're hiking along. Eight. Ooh, eight. Yeah, no, that's not good. So as you're walking along, you hear a very, like, guttural and it seems to be coming from overhead. And you see 
it's a, a griffin. A griffin? Fly overhead. All right. Yeah, is he trying to attack us? Or? Uh, it's not attacking at you yet. It's just uh, like it kind of flew a little lower, looked down, like kind of to see what you were, and then it kind of flew back off. All right, since it's not going to try to attack, I'm just going to ignore it and just get out. No need to start a fight. Um, As darkness begins to fall on your second day, are you going to continue through the night or uh, stop for a long rest? Stop for another long rest. Okay. Give me a perception check with disadvantage. For watch for the night. 13. Uh, the, the encounter with the griffin kind of made you leery earlier in the day, so you kind of keep an eye on the sky for the rest of the day and for the majority of that night. All right. But thankfully, you do not see it again. So just like a territorial or something Potentially, like that. or it could have just been flying through the area. I'm not really sure. Um, you do, as you're passing, as you're traveling, you do pass a handful of travelers throughout the days. Right. But uh, it just seems to be local farmers, maybe, that live within the mountains that help provide uh, produce and stuff for the village and the guild. All right. And you make your way back up the road, back into, you can see the stockade and the walls of the village off in the distance. All right, we're almost to Red Hollow. Uh, Silvertooth kind of turned around in the cart. Oh, thank God we're almost home. I didn't think we were ever going to get here. I thought that griffin was going to eat us. Well, I stayed up most of yesterday and last night trying to keep an eye out for it. Really? I slept through it all. I didn't even pay attention. That's fine. At least uh, you're safe. Maybe that's how those bandits snuck up on me so easily. Don't know. But at least you are safe now. Yeah. I hope so. The things they were saying about the village and what was coming was quite terrifying. Well, after get you back in there, you can go reunite with Gail and your other friend. Oh, Brunwick? Brunwick, yeah. I forgot his name. <laughs> I'll go talk to the mayor about what the bandits were saying. Oh, well, maybe I should go with you for that. All right, then. And you uh, you make your way into the village. The guards open the doors to let you in. Uh, some of the guards insist that you directly go to the... Uh, mayor. The mayor. Uh, to the mining guild to see uh, the healers to get at attention for... Uh, Silvertooth. Take her to the Miner's Guild. Oh, he drops her, drop her off. She can get more medical attention. And after that, I head to the mayor to tell about the situation about the bandit. Okay. So she, uh, she gives you a handshake as you drop her off at the, uh... Miner's Guild? The, yeah, the, uh, medic station. Thank you. 
And what? I will never forget this. No need for it, but you're welcome. And with that, she goes off to meet... Uh, Burnwick and Gale? Uh, the two medics okay. that are going to get heal her up. Oh, yeah. Jumping ahead. And then you're going up to uh, speak with Brock, correct? The mayor? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Talk about the bandit attacks. So you go in. Uh, you leave the medic. You walk out into the main reception, and you can see... Uh, the mayor's receptionist sitting there. All right. I go up to her and tell her I, I, it is very urgent. I need to see Mayor Brock. Oh, um, of, I, I believe he's in his office. You may uh, follow me. And she walks down the hall and knocks on the door. Excuse me, Mayor. The uh, one of the gentlemen from the uh, survivors from the attack is here to speak with you. Very well. Send him in. She opens the door for you to walk in. Okay. Um, quick question. What was when I overheard the bands talking, what was the name of their leader? Uh Kilborn. Kilborn. Mayor after rescuing Silverfane, after Brunwick and Gale asked me to go find a friend, and I found her, tracking her down. I've overheard some bands talking about uh, a Kilborn coming here with his Bandit clan to try to wipe out the village. The bandits are going to make an attack on the village? That's why I overheard from them. Talking about how they're going to come through here, make themselves rich by enslaving, all, making people enslaved and keeping the prostitutes alive, but most oh. other people might die. Oh. Um, if Silver, when Silverfane's done, if you ask her, she can cooperate the story. I, if that's true, then I need to make preparations. If you, you said it was Kilborn? Yes. That is a, uh, that's a lieutenant for the, uh, bandit clan leader known as Slog. I, uh, I'm going to have to pull my guards together. Would I be able to count on you to help defend the village? If need be, I will. Thank you. The uh, screaming pigeons are always dependable. And I, I think that a couple of those people with you were members of the Blades. I might be able to convince them to help as well. More people that help defend the village. Or, I mean, of course, there'd be some coin in it. I wouldn't ask mercenaries to work for free, but... Uh, don't worry, Mayor. If if you don't need, if you don't have the coins, fine. I'm still happily to help any tri- any people or village in need. Is there? Um, did they say when? I did not hear that one. Oh. and you said Silver Fang. Yes, Silver Fang. They beat her pretty badly. But is that the, is that the little trapper? Trapper girl. Yes. She was pretty much almost beaten an inch over her life. That poor girl. Hopefully the medics are able to uh, take care of her. She does good work. She, She's a respected member of the guild. I do know 
if they couldn't, they, they were talking about killing her and skiing her to sell as part of the other pelts next fall. That's terrible. I, <clears throat> I appreciate you coming to me with this. Did you, how did you know to go save Gail, or Gail, how did you know to go save Silvertooth? Silver, Silvertooth, Silver Fang? Uh, Gail and Brunwick, their friends, came up to me while I was eating. Oh, okay, okay. Gail and uh, Brunwick are, are leather masters for the guild. So it makes sense that they would be concerned. Okay. Um, do you think the rest of your friends would help? They might. I'm just not. I can't speak for them. That'd be something you might have to ask, but I'm still willing to help you no matter what. Okay. Well, they're still out on the uh, the job that I had offered them. Right. Well, I'll still stay here and help watch the village and protect it. Very well. Um, would you mind working with some of my guards and? Making sure that they're up to uh, combat speed. Won't be a problem. Mind you, please don't don't hurt them too badly. We need them to be in fighting shape. But uh, a, a screaming pigeon's mercenaries surely seen his fair share of combat. Okay. An experience fighting someone new that has experience would do a great deal for them. I must also tell you, Mayor, I was also part of another guild long ago because I was involved in a war between my kind and the orcs. Well. <clears throat> I tried to keep that other part. Then if you don't want people to know, then it's probably best you don't tell me. Yes, I've seen my share of battle, and I will try to see if your troops are ready. Okay. And he uh, he walks over to a wall that has several, like, smaller carrier pigeons in it, pulls one out, writes a little note, rolls it up, sticks it in there, and then sends the pigeon out the window. I uh, I just sent confirmation to my guards that you are coming down to help. And uh, they will be expecting you, Mr. Dovahkeen. All right. Oh. Appreciate that, Mayor. I'm going to head down to your guard barracks right away. All righty. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, he's going to throw you 10 gold. That's the least I can do for the information you have brought us. That is fine. Thank you anyway. Want to take a little break, Cameron? Yeah. And we're going to jump into a quick break. And we are back from break. Um, Dovahkeen had just left Mayor Brock's office and was headed down to the guard barracks to do some challenge fighting with some of the guards. Make, their up, make sure they're up to spec. So as you're making your way through the village, 
you get down to the guards, and uh, you can see they got a large training area. It's like a large fenced-in circle. All right. There's already some of the guards out. Uh, you can see that they're fighting in pairs in the circle. Okay. And uh, you do see a white dragonborn that seems to be kind of directing everybody in charge. All right. Well, I'll go up to him and ask if he seen, received a letter from the mayor, Brock. Aye, I did. Are you, you must be Dovahkiin then? I am. What is your name? I'm Salazar. Salazar. Uh, are you wanting to fight with some of the guards in the uh, arena already? Or would you want to fight me personally? Well, I was asked by Mayor Brock to make sure that the men are ready for combat. Because I told him earlier that I heard about bandits talking about a kill boar was coming this way with his clan. They are talking about burning down the village and enslaving people. and Yeah, we'll kill them all before that ever happens. Well, I suppose it's best if you fight some of the men in the village then. All right. Make sure that they're up to speed. Fine by me. He turns to the... There's uh, four guys in the circle already. He turns to them. Men, this is Dovahkiin. You're going to fight him today. You're going to find out if you got what it takes to take on some real bandits. So with that, go ahead and uh, give me initiative. 18. 18. I got a natural 20. 18 is pretty good. Guard 1. Guard 2. Dovahkiin. I rolled a natural 20 and a 19. All and right. a five. Okay. And an 11. So I'll be in the middle of that. Yep. Okay. Uh, guard one and guard two yeah. are going to rush at you to attack at the same time. All right. I swapped out my regular mall for a training mall. Okay. Oh, and you can see they got like training sword swords. Uh, one is a twenty to hit. That hits. And the second one is a twenty-three, with it being a nat twenty. That hits as well. Jeez. Okay, so first hit. Six points of damage. That hit. Second hit was ten points of damage. I said so six and ten Jesus. for a total of sixteen. Yeah, and that is going to be your turn now. Oh, the one who dealt uh, six, ten damage. I'm going to hit him with my maul. Okay. Or 15 to hit. That 
does not hit. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Bonus action or anything? Sure, I'll take a bonus action try to hit again. Okay. So you're going to use your action surge try to attack again? Yeah, I'm going to use my action surge to try to attack again. Okay. For a 17 to hit. That hits. Give me your damage. For 9 points of damage. Okay, 9. And he... He would look fairly bloodied. And that'll be uh, that'll be guard two. All right. Okay, guard three and guard four are both going to take swings at you. With one being a. Seven and the other one being a five to hit. Those both miss. Okay, that's going to bring it back to guard one and guard two, which are both going to be an 18 to hit. That just hits. <laughs> My armor class is 18. Damn. So if it's at the thing or higher, then it hits, right? Yep. So you take a total of. I'll use my stone's endurance to reduce her damage. Okay, so you take a total a total of nine points of damage. So let's see what you reduce with your stone's endurance. One d twelve plus three. Okay, I reduce the damage to basically zero. Zero. Okay, so yeah. you don't take any damage. Yeah, I got a twelve and then plus. A three. And they kind of look up at you. They both, like, kind of hit you at the same time. And you use your stone's endurance to just shake it off. And they back up a little bit. They're like Seeing that you're, like, completely unaffected. Yeah. So that's going to make it your turn. Yep. And I'm going to use... going to attack guard one. Okay. 25 to hit, not nat. That hits. With 14 damage. 14, uh, you club him with your maul, and he just falls over unconscious. And guard two is starting to look very nervous. Well, he's also the bloody one, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, guard three and guard four. That is a... 21 to hit. That's and a 19 to hit. Those both hit. For a total of nine points of damage. No, no, no. Yeah, nine. Jesus, I can't add. Okay. Okay, so that's going to bring it to... Yeah, I'm down to 10 HP. But, Damn. But, um, I'm trying to find a D10 on here. Oh, yeah, you can bonus action to a uh, second wind. Yeah. D10, right? Second win to gain some health back. Got it. So I'm getting 12 points of health back. Okay. With that, uh, 
guard two is going to take his swing for a 19. That hits. And that is going to be six points of damage. And then that makes it your turn. Okay, well, I'm going to go up to guard two and hit with my maul. Good. Another 25 to hit. That hits. 16 damage. Again, he just takes the hit and falls unconscious as you step over him and head over towards three and guards four. Of three and four. They're both going to stumble back a couple of steps before recovering, and then they're going to both charge at you again. Or a 13. That misses. And a natural 20 plus 3 for 23. First one misses, second one hits. That is six points of damage. Ouch. And that makes it your turn. Okay, I'm going to go up to guard three and hit him with the maul. Or 16 to hit. Uh, that hits. Just barely hits. So hits. Or 12 damage. <laughs> you just crack him across the head, hitting his helmet, and he just falls over unconscious. How many hit points they got have? Uh, they only have 11. Oh, Jesus. Because now I just got this one lonely guard left. Yeah, he... He's kind of, like, looking and seeing everybody unconscious. What kind of monster did you bring to train with us, sir? (laughs) And he's going to uh, take his hit for a seven to hit. That misses. And that's going to bring it back to your turn. All right. Oh, he's lucky. I got 11, so I know that misses. Okay, 11. Yeah, 11 is going to miss. Uh, he, he's going to just man up, try to take another swing at you for a uh, 19. That hits. For two points of damage. It's not bad. <laughs> I get hit by that. Okay, I'm going to go up to him again, try to hit him again. Okay. For 18 to hit. That hits. For... He's knocked out because I got 12 damage. Okay. As he falls over, uh, you kind of look around and you notice there's probably 30 or 40 guards standing around the outside that all seem to be watching this. Some of them were cheering for their buddies to win. Some of them were cheering for you to win. All right. Any words to say? I mean, you just... uh, you just beat up on four guards, pretty much one shot at all of them. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Hell yeah. So, uh, with that, you spend. See, they were gone for nine days. So, you spend about the next four to five days training on and off with the guards. All right. And uh, because of the training that you're going to spend with the guards. When the bandits, if and when the bandits do attack, the uh, the guards will get advantage on 
some of their attack rolls for the defense. Nice. Is there anything else you'd like to do? I guess for right now, just either this is still first day or is this like days later? Uh, This is days later. So this would be all in all, this was about a span of nine days. All right. Well, I think we'll just continue training with them. And if not, I'll just go grab something to eat. Uh, so during your days with training, Brunswick does come over to you, and he gives you eighty gold in payment for uh, finding. Did I say eighty? I'm in a. I'm in a hundred. Gives you a hundred gold for finding uh, Silvertooth the Tabaxi, and returning all of her furs. You didn't have to do that, Brunswick. No, no, you, you we. Hired you to do a job. We will pay you for the adequate work that you did. You saved our friend. It's the least that we could do. Not only did you save our friend, but you returned with uh, most of her belongings. Well, I appreciate that. Until Silverfang send my regards. I certainly will. And uh, with that, we're going to wrap up. And uh, we'll be jumping into episode four. Uh, actually, I hear car doors. I think some of our uh, I think some of our players just pulled up. All right, so we're gonna be signing off.